It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Washington wide receiver Terry McLaurin met with the media on Wednesday. We hear from one fan about Chase Young's status, ponder what the Baker Mayfield trade means, and discuss the news that Dan Snyder has offered to testify in front of Congress. All of that coming right now on a jam-packed episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, and we are free and available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. If you're watching us over on YouTube, you can also watch us on the WUSA 9 Plus app. Your CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C. has a brand new streaming app that is a game changer for local news and sports in the DMV. Just download the WSA 9 Plus app from your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick to check that out. I am David Harrison covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated Fan Nation. And my co-host, Chris Russell, the Roosters, one half of the Russell and Matters show on the Team 980. You can find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter. I'm at dharrison 82 Chris is at WrestleMania621, and the show is at LO Commanders. Absolutely. And, David, thanks again for making us your first view or your first listen, Commanders fans and NFL fans of the day. David, you were uh, at the team facility at Command Central, which is not the official name. It's just what I call uh, the team headquarters in Ashburn, Virginia, on Wednesday morning. Why? to meet with Terry McLaurin, Ron Rivera as well, uh, off on the side. Um, and Terry McLaurin introduced or reintroduced, we all know him, uh, but now a man that is very, very rich. So uh, you were, again were there. I, you know, I guess your big picture takeaway would be what? I mean, that Terry is nicer than any human being could possibly be that's that filthy rich or or is there another big picture takeaway i mean yeah it's just just very on brand you know what i mean yeah. and, and obviously some of the some of the i guess you can call them harder questions none of the questions are really all that hard but i think you know some of the harder questions that had to be asked like you know the whole missing uh otas holding out quote unquote out of the mini camp and and all that i think everybody kind of tiptoed around the holding out term nobody yeah. really wanted to call it a holdout but i mean at the end of the day that's really uh, kind of what it is. It's there's a mandatory mini camp. The player wasn't there because they want a new contract. That's a holdout. You know what I mean? But Terry uh, has he's kind of you know he's he's endeared himself to the fan base and really to the media and to the national media. And I think deservingly so. He's a team guy. You know what I mean? He wants to do what's best uh, for the team. But at a certain aspect, um, you know, like the opposite of humility is not arrogance. You know, or is is arrogance? But arrogance is not knowing uh, necessarily what your value is. I think Terry understands what he brings to the team. He understands his impact uh, on the team and knowing that impact and, and acknowledging it is not arrogance. That's just, uh, you know, I think that's, that's a way to be a very kind of balanced human being. And he mentioned 
uh, very early in the press conference that he wants to continue making the number 17 uh, a number that is held in high regard uh, in Burgundy and Gold. And I think that he's going to continue to do so. So really just, you know, a very humble player that we've all come to, to know and love, I think, with the, with the Washington Commanders. Uh, and fortunately, four more years, right, this year and then the true three-year extension uh, that he signed. So four more years of Terry McLaurin and, and kind of being the type of guy you want representing your team at this time. Yeah, I mean, everything that Terry has always been about, everything that he's been about in that statement that we mentioned last week, uh, everything that he's been about since day one, since he walked in the door, again, one of the most humble athletes I've ever covered. Uh, and, and I don't pretend to know him super well, but I mean, you know, of course, over the course of the last three plus years, I've talked to him, you know, a number of times and, and gotten to know him uh, a little bit. And I mean, as much as you can know, but you just sense class. You just sense, like, uh, a different level of maturity, and it doesn't take long to figure it out. You just sense it right away if you're good at noticing this stuff about people, real, authentic Terry McLaurin. That's what he's about, dignity, class, and he and, and, and he's the last player on earth that I would expect that is going to take it easy and coast now that he's rich, right? And I mean rich. Right. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. Look, yeah. he even said several times, David, right? You, hey, look, it's a business. And he knew yeah. that from day one. And he understood that he had to get paid fairly. And I think everybody understood that. And, of course, everybody would have liked him to be at mandatory minicamp, but no right. big deal. I can't imagine he's getting fined at this point. One thing that struck – well, a couple of things that struck me. One, he said he talked about meeting Gary Clark and, and mm-hmm. seeing his Super Bowl ring. Uh, the yeah. day before and wanting that and how much that was going to push him and motivate him. Several times he referred to the legendary Doug Williams, who I've gotten to know over the years, uh, both away from the facility and at the facility. Doug Williams, you know, and saying, Mr. Williams, Mr. Williams, I've talked so much to Mr. Williams. You know, he's so respectful. Mm-hmm. Talking about how, you know, a humble kid from Indianapolis, and we've all heard the Urban Meyer story and, you know, all that just made it to this point with his family, his mom and dad, how he hopes he doesn't have to have his mom and dad work anymore, so on and so forth. And then the other thing, and this is what I want your response, um, I, I guess, to, if it's a big deal, no big deal. I don't think it's a big deal, but, you know, I, everybody started buzzing about it. I know when I was listening to it live, I heard the same thing because I was doing a radio show and we were airing it, you know, live when he said, hey, look, guys, I got to get out of here, you know, in a little while because I got to hop on a plane to go to California to meet and work out with Carson Wentz and some other receivers. Everybody was like, "Ooh, that's so cool. (laughs) I think that's more commonplace than it used to be, especially with all the, you know, different stuff going on CBA wise. But people lap that up, David. They lap it up. They love that stuff. I mean, look, I, th- I think it's impactful, you know what I mean, and, and it's important. I mean, it's it's something that, again, you know, uh, we knew he was going to be saying that, you know, when before he came to the podium, and that was kind of, you know, everybody's kind of pre-warned, like, hey, he's going to announce that he's flying to California uh, to go work out with oh, Carson. Okay, I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, and 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 that's and it's great. And and Ron talked about it off the side too after after the press mm-hmm. conference was done, and he said it's less about the X's and O's. Like the X's and O's are important, and you know they're going to run some routes and and do all this stuff and some of the timing, but. Ron mentioned, and, and he credited Mike Ditka for kind of teaching him this this methodology, that it's more so just about being around each other and just getting to know who each other is. Because Terry mentioned, uh, you know, uh, one of the things, you know, I actually I got to ask him uh, kind of what the next, you know, the next phase of Terry McLaurin. You know, you come into the, you know, in, in Ohio State, right, it's all about getting drafted 
to the NFL. Once you're drafted, now you're a third-round pick special teams guy. Right. Uh, so it's about becoming a starter. Well, now you're a starter, so now you want to be a captain. Well, now you're a captain. So, like, what's what's the next step in the evolution for Terry McLaurin? And, of course, he immediately turned it back onto the team, which is what you fully expect. But they also kind of mentioned he wants to continue trying to develop into being the best receiver in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to show Carson Wentz that not only can he rely on him on the field, but he can rely on him as a person. He's got his back uh, because that's what teammates are supposed to do. So going to California shows Carson and it shows his, his teammates, the, the ones, even the ones who weren't necessarily there, that this is a guy who's about his business. You know what I mean? This is a guy who, when he says, put the team first, you know, put yourself second, that's what he means to do. And again, having Terry McLaurin under contract for four years helps the team. So even holding out to get the new contract done is a benefit for the team, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's impactful. I mean, you know, I'm not going to start, you know, saying that they should you know, map out the parade route or anything yet, you know, um, but I think it is impactful just because when they get to training camp, this isn't going to be the first time they've been on the field kind of working out together, and they will have, I mean, they're going to have some rapport. They're also going to have some inside jokes probably, and maybe like a joke signal they kind of make up, you know, out there on the beach in California, something that they maybe try to implement in training camp that nobody else understands, but, uh, you know, will will be something that they can use. And uh, they actually didn't mention, they didn't mention names, but there are other people quote-unquote, like Terry and some other guys mm. working out with Carson. I don't know who those other guys are, but, you know, there are some others there as well. So in a time where they could be in Mexico, they could be off the coast mm. of France, they could be, you know, wherever on vacation and nobody would really bat an eye, these guys are working and they're and they're trying to get better for the season. Yeah, they could be on Lady S, Dan Snyder's they personal yacht off the coast. I was going to leave it at the coast of France. I was going to yeah. leave it there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that a, a little bit later in this episode of Locked on Commanders. One other quick thing that I, I, I you know, I noticed that Ron Rivera saw, and I assume uh, you were, you know, there at the, during this scrum, uh, was, you know, basically like he talked about Terry's impact both on the field and off the field, you know, right. sending a message, showing people, hey, they're willing to pay and realize when you're a good young player, when you're a really productive player, we're going to, and a good leader and a good character guy, we're going to take care of you. I think that's important. I also wonder, maybe it's something that we can kick around next week. How many season tickets, how many tickets in general they've sold in the last week or so since announcing this deal? Because so many Commanders fans were so worried about this, uh, and now relief and joy. But coming up on the Locked On Commanders podcast, you know, the big deal for Carson Wentz in March happened. But what if Washington would have struck a deal for Baker Mayfield? Which one should they hypothetically have done in the rearview mirror? David and I will discuss right now, uh, or coming up next, I should say, on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Yeah, we are going to discuss that, and we're going to do so thanks to friends of ours like our friends over at Dave. Not me, it's a company named Dave as well. Uh, and look, let's all be honest, we've all been in a situation at some point in our lives when we were a little tight on cash. Maybe we could only afford uh, to put a few gallons of gas in our car tanks or or another save-the-date event kind of came through and you're wondering how you're going to afford a gift. Well, that's where Dave uh, can help. And again, not me personally, but the company. Dave, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, uh, it can be really stressful. When unexpected expenses come up, it can even be more stressful. So now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Hindsight is 2020, and you can't change the past. But what if you get a little bit of help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little bit of cash from future you. Well, now you can with Dave. Dave is a banking app that will help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, whatever. 
and you can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. And there's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Again, download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right, David. Uh, Dave. David. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source. Information. Find out all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, Wimbledon, NASCAR. They've got you covered. Everything on Bet Online. They are your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains podcast and news this season. Check them out, betonline.net. I want some money on the Stanley Cup Finals. You can, too, whether it's MMA, boxing, golf, whatever it is, check in on all your favorite sports and head to the pay window uh, and head to the website today. Bet online. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where that game starts. All right, thanks once again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and or view of the day. We appreciate you, regardless of how you choose to consume. So I did this topic, uh, David, on the radio on the Team 980, Russell and Medhurst, cheap plug time, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon uh, on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., and, of course, on the Odyssey app. Um, so I did this topic, and I wanted to bounce it off of you to get your spin before I tell you what my spin was. Uh, and basically what what I set it up was, you know, hypothetically speaking, in the rearview mirror, obviously it's not happening. Uh, it, it was just a, a point of comparison and a point of debate. Now that Baker Mayfield has been traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional 24, uh, 2024 draft pick uh, and about $4.5 million worth of obligation from the Panthers – when you compare that to Carson Wentz, or if you ask it this way, who would you have rather had, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? Again, if hypothetical, if you could play fantasy GM David Harrison, <laughs> who would you have or rather have? You know, I think it, it's tough, honestly. It, it's tough, and it's tougher than maybe a lot of people would expect it to be. Great. I honestly think I would probably go with Carson. Mm. I think I would probably go with Carson Wentz. And, and you know, um, depending on how you go or went with with this, because I did not hear this conversation on your radio show, so I don't know what you're going to say. Um, you know, uh, it, it's going to be easy for somebody to take this as, as, a, as a negative against Carson if either of us goes the Baker Mayfield direction. But I think at the end of the day, what you're looking at is you're looking at two quarterbacks that have deep arm ability, right, the deep ball ability. They've got the ability to kind of improvise, improvise on their own. They've also got a history of making some bad decisions and kind of forcing things, playing hero ball, as we like to call it. And there are some personality conflict issues with both guys. Now, there are different personality conflict issues, right? And so where I lean Carson Wentz versus Baker Mayfield isn't even so much on the field. It's more so, honestly, from an organizational standpoint. When you look at the situation that the commanders are in, and, and again, Terry and Ron both talked about this on Wednesday as well, about the need for the team to kind of overshadow the negative that is happening around the franchise. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. Baker is 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 a little bit unpredictable, which makes him fun, right, to a certain extent. But also, I mean, you get him up there and ask him about Dan Snyder or about accusations, like mm-hmm. he might say some crazy stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, as much as I admire that willingness to be transparent and honest, I also understand what that could do in a market like this one. So I think I kind of lean Carson Wentz. That kind of gives him the the advantage for me over that because I just and, and I wonder about Baker's shoulder and the injury. Uh, which is obviously a recent injury. So all those things combined, I give the edge to Carson, but it's it's a much closer race uh, than I think people probably would expect. It to be. All right. I think that was a good explanation. I, I, I like your approach. I will tell you I chose to go slightly by a hair with Baker Mayfield. Okay, yeah. it wasn't very much, but, yeah. but some of the things that you point out are I think Carson Wentz has an even better arm than Baker Mayfield. Okay. Whether it's more accurate or not, you know, that that's debatable depending on which right. Baker you're going to get and which Carson, quite honestly, you're going to get. But Carson, even during his heyday, wasn't super, super accurate. But he, I think he's got a better arm. And he's obviously bigger, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that gives him an inherent advantage. However, here's where I, I went with Baker and why. And you tell me if I'm crazy, wrong, see what my point, whatever. First of all, like, when – some people said, well, Baker Mayfield wasn't available back in March when they pulled the trigger on Carson Wentz. He wasn't truly available, but he was available. The Browns had already decided to move on from him. If you called the Browns for Baker Mayfield, you could have worked out a deal. Now, here's what I think would have happened. He would have cost much more than a conditional fourth or fifth round draft pick in 2024 back in early to mid-March when you were trying to make this deal, if you were the commanders and Ron Rivera, then he cost ultimately now. And you probably would have had to take on more money, as in maybe the entire contract of $18 million under the fifth-year option. But aha, that's the point. $18 million, even max, even if the compensation essentially was the same as what they paid for Carson Wentz, David, which, as we know, is a third-round pick and a conditional second, third-round pick. Hope It should be a second-round pick next year. We'll see. But either way, it's at least a third pick or two third-round picks. The one thing that would absolutely be different is even if you paid the same exact compensation and you took back all of the contract, the $18 million, what would you have saved? At least $10 million under your salary cap from Baker Mayfield to Carson Wentz. So automatically, no doubt, no strings attached, there's a $10 million difference. Maybe you can keep an Eric Flowers. Maybe you can do something else in free agency. So that was a big part of it. The other big part of it was both quarterbacks have had injuries. I think Baker Mayfield's a little tougher. I think he's a stubborn pain in the you-know-what, but I think he's a little bit tougher maybe than Carson Wentz. And I, I know that's maybe not fair, but you look at what Baker went through last year, and everybody says, oh, it's not his throwing shoulder. Yeah, let me light you up like a Christmas tree on your non-throwing shoulder. Let me drive you into the ground, see how you feel week after week, yeah. day after day, and let me see how you, well you perform, number one. Number two, yeah. Remember what happened in the playoffs at the end of the 2020 season into 2021? It was actually 2021. On a cold Sunday night in Pittsburgh, mm, Baker Mayfield led an offense that put up like 46 points and 550 yards of offense, and he threw for almost 400 yards or something like that. It was very close to those numbers. You know how many big games Carson Wentz has had in the playoffs before? None. 
He's played in less than one quarter of a playoff game. Not that Baker Mayfield's played in a lot of playoff games. He hasn't. But they almost beat Kansas City the next week at Arrowhead. So to me, those were the little separators, if you will, between Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield. By a notch, I went with Baker Mayfield. Am I crazy? No, I mean, and, and like I said, I barely went with Carson Wentz. So I think you can make the argument either way. It's just, it just depends on what tips the scales uh, for you on an individual. And every one of our listeners or viewers you're going to have your own take and, and something's going to tip the scale. And maybe, maybe it's not even a contest for some, uh, you know, and that's fine too. What I think is really interesting though, Chris, uh, before we head into our next segment is that, uh, Sam Howell got a lot of comparisons to Baker Mayfield during the NFL draft process. Ah. Both of them go to new teams this season. Thanks to fifth round draft picks. Nobody saw that coming. Interesting. That's a good point. Didn't think about that. All right. I like that. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. So maybe they already, well, I mean, they wouldn't have known back in March that they would have right. Sam Howell, but right. to your point, maybe they already have their Baker Mayfield just had a much pick. better option. So we'll have to <laughs> see. All right, coming up next, the sad, sad decay of RFK and the Dan Sapina game rears its ugly head again. That's next on the Locked On Commanders podcast with David Harrison and myself, Chris Russell, and we're here to tell you about our friends at – Built Bar. That's right. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar already. Hopefully you have because it's darn good. But guess what? Your friends at Built, oh, they are giving you brownie chunk in the Puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% soft, easy to chew, real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling and listen, guys. They're good for you. As you know, every Built Bar product and every Built Puff product is low in calories, low in sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Go and get them now before they run out of inventory, but you can get them right now if you go to Built.com. They're built with Collagen protein, which your body absorbs uh, more efficiently, provides a ton of health benefits, and, again, they are delicious. Replace that late-night bowl of chocolate ice cream, that early morning trip to a fast food store with our fast food restaurant, I should say, with a delicious coconut-rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow, Built Puff Bar. Mm. Right now, order it today, and when you use the promo code LOCK15, you're going to get 15% off your order, again, by using the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, final segment here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. And Chris, we got a few things to, to wrap up the episode here today. Uh, first things first, let's get to Dan Snyder, who obviously has been all up in the news Lately, and, and much to the chagrin of many of our listeners and our viewers, not enjoying hearing most of what's happening. But look, we might be getting a step forward because per ESPN, Dan Snyder has reportedly offered to testify in late July before the House Oversight Committee closes uh, shop for their August break, 
um, which I'm not going to make any more comments about congressional breaks. Uh, then, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna refuse to to bite to that one. But Dan Snyder apparently uh, agree, well not agreeing to, but offering up the opportunity to testify via teleconference. Chris, uh, what are the what are the details here? Yeah, I, and he's apparently going to be in Israel, and 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 his lawyer is willing to go out there and be by his side and all this stuff. And we don't want to bore our listeners. We're just giving oh, the news. Listen, As, I also am willing to go to Israel if, if Mr. Snyder would like <laughs> me to go there and cover this situation for him as well. I will also make that sacrifice just like his lawyer will. Yeah, here's one key thing. They still haven't been able to serve the subpoena, right? The House then, uh, the House committee then responded, you know, saying they remain uh, committed to securing uh, Snyder's testimony on the toxic work environment. Uh, and, you know, of course, again, noting his failure to appear uh, voluntarily, uh, the issues of serving the subpoena. Uh, and they continue to negotiate with his counsel uh, so that they can obtain full and complete testimony. So apparently, I guess the testimony might be in private, meaning we might not see ex- what we saw with Roger Goodell, but then get a partial or a full uh, transcript. So we're going to have to see how that plays out. But again, uh, supposedly Dan will be in Israel for much of July into early August uh, to honor and observe the one-year anniversary of his mother's death and so on and so forth. So we will see how this works out. But, David, um, you know, that's the news. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, bring you the news. One thing that is also newsy that I'd like to just get a quick thought on before we run out of time, um, after we put our last episode to bed, the former home of the Washington NFL franchise, um, mm-hmm. A long, of course, it hasn't been that for a long time, uh, and, and the Nationals left there, and D.C. United left there, and there's nothing going on, was on fire on yeah. Tuesday evening. Uh, it wasn't a major fire. It was started in the basement, out of the home dugout, if you will, that the Nationals used to use, and I believe that was the entrance where the old team used to come out of when they were playing football there. Um it's scheduled to be knocked down. It was already supposed to be demolished, but then COVID hit. I know you per se don't have that emotional connection, but many fans do. I was only there for baseball. I I only watched football games on television there, but I was only there for baseball. So I, maybe you and I don't have that emotional connection, that, but, but when you saw the video, when you saw the pictures, did anything strike you as, oh, man, yeah. what a sad state of affairs? Yeah, I mean, you know, I never saw a game in RFK. I mean, I remember I watched, you know, some some old Washington games right. when they were played in RFK. So it's definitely, you know, part of my memory in, in that aspect. J.P. Finley sent out a tweet uh, just kind of talking about, you know, just the, the his disgust with just, you know, what's happened to that property. And he even said, like, not even – doesn't even necessarily need to be a stadium. Just do something with it. You know, that site, that spot deserves uh, to be taken care of, you know, better than it has. And I, I can't – I couldn't agree with him more. And then – just the empty, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm a sports fan, so I understand, you know, what, what the hollowed grounds mean to people and to sports fans and the people who have been fans of this team for their entire lives or a large chunk of their lives and who have, you know, have memories there and all that stuff. And it is, it's just, it's just about, you know, uh, have, have some, have some respect and, and have some reverence for, for this, for something that means something to people. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're all happy to, to collect the tax money and then the concession money and sell the jerseys and the logos and the foam fingers. And all this stuff. Well, when it comes time to put something into history, like a, like an RFK stadium, do it right, man. You know what I mean? Like just just do it right, so that the people who who love that place 
or have memories tied to that place don't have to watch this thing just get swallowed by weeds and and moss and dirt and then just grind and then catch on fire like that. I mean, it's just, you know, again, I, I don't think there's like all person to point a finger to and say shame on you, but it's just, it is, it's a shame because you know that there are fans who have a lot of, you know, great memories of that stadium who now you're watching part of that burn and it's just, you know, it's going to get knocked down and that that's sad, you know, to itself as well, but it's, it's a little bit of a better resolve than, than this. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's just kind of disrespectful. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'll just quickly add uh, this as we're, you know, starting to run low on time here. Um, they should knock it down immediately. They, I, I mean, unfortunately, all sentiments aside, um, they should just knock it down um, and, and just pull the rip the bandaid off. It, it's serving no purpose. There's no new football stadium coming there. They're going to build affordable. It might be shopping. All that just. Rip off the Band-Aid. That's what I would say. It's serving no purpose at this point. You have it in your memories. You have it in your heart. And that's really it. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's, you know, that's the sad state of affairs uh, with uh, RFKC. And do we have time for our voicemail, David, or no, we don't? Okay, all right. So we're going to have to save Todd in Utah uh, for our next episode. Todd, you know you know we love you, and we appreciate you, and we will certainly get your voicemail uh, in on the next uh, edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Uh, but that's, again, today, guys. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Now make your second listen and view the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. We'll be back with more coverage, more episodes, and we'll be back on our normal schedule coming up later on this month as we gear you up towards training camp. If you want to hop in uh, like Todd Utah regularly does on the voicemails 301-615-3577 come on commanders fans hit us up 301-615-3577 or locked on Washington commanders at gmail.com for David Harrison who's covering the Washington commanders press.com's fan nation check out his coverage of the Terry McLaurin press conference and all things more and burgundy and gold related I'm Chris Russell one after the Russell and Medher show on the team 980 and the Odyssey app if you're out and about please be safe be kind to one another don't you dare drive like a maniac. And thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.